Going one, going twice, sold. You're listening to the property pod. Alright guys, welcome back to The Property Pod, your weekly engagement into the real estate industry here in Hobart, Tasmania. I'm your host Aaron Horn, and I'm joined by our 414 Property Co. Real estate agents had to take a breath there, yep. Patrick Berry and John McGregor. Breath was worth it because it came through nice and clear. Excited to be back. Yep. Excited to be back, yep. yes. Apologies to all our loyal listeners out there. We uh, we got so close to recording last week and then I've, I've just got to admit that I had a I was going to say panic attack, but it wasn't a panic attack. I, yeah, I got yeah. vertigo. Yeah. Well, that, it looked like a panic attack, I suppose. It, it felt yeah. I, I was, somewhat I, I was here in the room when you were watching you just go down. Like, it was just strange. Yeah, I thought I was going to faint. I got everything was spinning and I'm kind of, I'm still only just kind of coming through the throes of it now. And yeah. I've had um, Sebastian, my my other employee, as my personal driver all week. <laughs> and he's been <laughs> dropping me home yeah. and doing The only bit I don't understand is though, why are you sitting in the back seat well, every day now? Yeah. You're like chauffeuring around. Like just because you're sick, you can still sit out the front, mate. I've been giving him star reviews. I've been conversations today. For what? It's called Jeeves. Yeah. yeah. No, so, yeah, last week we, we were in the studio as the vertigo hit. And, yeah, no, it's a, so anyone out there that's experienced it and if I wasn't um, sympathetic to your spiralling world, it's, I've, I've felt you now and it is rough. Man, that's weird. So, you, yeah. So, didn't you say it's just like you're costly off balance? Or- oh, yeah, it's like it's kind of like seasickness to – it's all this inner ear stuff, but the the very first throws of it was literally – I thought I was going to faint and the whole – we're in not the biggest room here, but the whole room was spinning and, yeah, it's basically your brain trying to correct um, oh. an inner ear kind of that's crazy. misbalance. Well, um, super pumped you're able to push through this week, has, and we're glad to have you back. It's yeah, good yeah. to be back. Exactly. It's good to be back. I know that in my absence you guys were kind of uh, – just. I, I thought actually there might be a secret episode that came out without me. Nah, we were excited. Yeah, we, <laughs> we were, we're kind of stuff. Like, we're out of here. Yeah, we talked shit for twenty minutes and then left. <laughs> Everyone else thought we'd done the podcast because we were gone for so long, but we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> we didn't well, know how to hit record. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad came in before and was looking. He's like, he's like, man, there's a lot of things for you to control here. <laughs> yes, there Welcome are. Welcome to the command center. <laughs> Don't touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys were listening to a po- uh, a hack article, or you were driving home and you've texted out and said, "Oh, this is quite interesting." Yeah, it was um, last week. It was going to be our topic last week because um, mm-hmm. it was happened on the Tuesday night. They had an article about house buying for young people um, on Hack, which obviously sparked my interest straight yeah, away. definitely. So I sat in the car and waited for the episode to finish because I'd got home and I was like, yeah, we have a radio inside, but got to go find it and turn it no, on. It's, so It's funny because when like a good song's on, you'll do that thing like, oh, I'm going to sit in the car and yeah, wait. Yeah, I'll do a lap. Oh, oh John doesn't just, like I'll to sit I'll still. Just keep driving. I'll just keep driving. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Yeah, and they – um. We're talking about how different softwares have come into the market to help you buy a home on a bidding process. So as most people would know, the Australian marketplace is quite busy at the moment and most people are sort of fighting each other to secure a home. Yep. And so all these different softwares have popped up and we thought it'd be a good thing to talk about this. Yeah, because this mm. is right in your wheelhouse. Like you're kind of the king of the app, the king of yeah. any technology that will... I am, but at the same time, I don't know if it's something that would work relatively well in the Hobart market because we mm. don't have the volume of people. But I could see it working very well on the mainland and why yeah. it's become very popular. When you guys were talking about it before, just as I was listening in and setting up the studio, it kind of came across as like, oh, yeah, this sounds like your Melbourne auction kind of Saturday morning. This is something you'd want to be all over. Mm. Whereas here, I guess it's getting way busier here with yeah, look, people trying to It's buy. like everything. In a couple of years' time, it'll be something that'll probably be second nature here as well. But yeah. uh, 
like everything, Hobart's just a little bit slower than the rest of the, That's all right. the country to wrong. sort of do things. There's nothing wrong with that. Will well, you? it is too with, with the introduction of them. It's a fundamentally different way of purchasing property too. So um, it's a means that whether or not the buyers are going to be excited to engage in that process um, and also too for us it is a different way of working. So, yeah, so it, it is, you know, a bit challenging as well. To break time. it down, can you kind of go into what some of these apps or what these um, yeah, kind sh- of options are? Definitely. So there's three major players at the moment that appear to be sort of running the space and they are, John, one was Open Negotiation. Yep. Uh, and market buy and what was the third one? Rezo was the one. Rezo on, was the one on Triple J. Yeah, That's start, one I always forget about. You were starting with that one actually. Considering it was the catalyst for all of it. So I think Rezo looking here is real estate sales online. They've got a kind of a blue and green logo. Looks kind of fancy. It's almost like a little Wi-Fi logo uh, okay. picture in there for anyone. I could probably pop it up on screen if I really wanted to <laughs> be fancy. But it says an online offer acceptance and contract management system allowing agents and buyers to communicate online. Yeah. So. One thing I really liked about this one and a way I could see it potentially working is um, especially here in Hobart, out of the three that we're going to talk about today, this is the one where I think would fit our marketplace the best at the moment because at the moment we're doing a lot of um, multiple offers on properties, but we're doing them at an individual level. So we're going out and meeting a client, um, writing up an offer, and then we'll go to the other buyer and we end up with a situation where we sort of, we can't disclose to the other buyer what, each offer is, mm. but um, we need to make sure they're aware that they need to put their best foot forward. And So that's present. a legal issue that you guys come across where it's kind of like a um, confidentiality. A bit of confidentiality, a bit of code of conduct. Um, we, 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 we thrashed this out for a while, didn't we? Because in, in our uh, – once, once you get a licence, you obviously you're agreeing to a code of conduct through the <clears> – <throat> um, uh, yeah, through – with. Uh, yeah. The REOT. Property Agents Board. Um, property Agents Board. There you go, those ones. Um, so in that there's a specific – it says do, we will not disclose the terms of other offers. So the so, – but then it's not expressly written into the Act, but it's just against our, real, you know, professional real estate code. So it's kind of – it's a difficult one because – It's us, a Patrick Dangerfield kind of situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. Which, so for against context. our code, we could risk of losing our licence because we're against our code, but technically it's not illegal versus the Act. And it's difficult because you know. we're engaged by the vendor, so we've got to get the best possible price for them. But, yeah. you know, when we can't tell one buyer the other buyer's offer, you know, it's it's a grey zone. It's a really difficult one. But mm. I guess coming back to this software, that's where something like this might potentially work really well. So what this software allows an agent to do is – they send out the offer form to whoever's interested, say after the open home, say there's five people that want to make an offer. Yep. They send it out. Everyone gets to put into the offer form their terms of the contract, what their price is, if it's subject to finance, building and so on. And then after those offers come back, the agent has the ability to rate those offers. So they can say, radio, John, you're number one, Aaron, you're number two, I'm three and so on. Yep. And when they rate them, the buyer then gets notified, radio, you're a four out of five stars or you're a two out of five. And this goes on three times. So you've got three opportunities based on the rating review that you get back if you want to choose to make changes to your offer to improve its position. Okay, yeah, sure. So say you get a five-star rating back, clearly that's indicated you're that sitting, you're the best you're offer so well, you don't right? really have to do anything. But mm-hmm. say round two goes out and then you get a rating back and you've dropped from five to four, that's an indicator that someone has come in and made a stronger offer. Yep. Do you want to make a change to yours? So mm-hmm. it's a way of sort of giving the buyer a bit of clarity, I guess, as to how their offer is situated without actually disclosing any information about the offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's a really interesting one because you'll often put it in and you think, oh, yeah, I've 
hit the nail right, on the mate. head here. I'm I'm sitting pretty. I hope the agent's kind of letting me know that I'm in the ballpark. Mm. Yeah. I guess this is a way of knowing it without kind of crossing the code of conduct line yeah. of mm. so from an agent perspective like we real I think it's really clever because it gives transparency and allows people to better understand how their offer is positioned yes however the way hackward is talking about it on the on their show the other day they were saying it's actually putting added pressure on buyers to potentially pay more for a property that they may not necessarily have to mm. because they get caught up in the bidding war or in the excitement of trying to win a property so yeah, Which, yeah, I can kind of see that side of it as well. Like I guess it's the same as the reason you'd run an auction is that that exactly. kind of creates that exact um, scenario. scenario but live and in person and you're kind of probably making impulse like, mm. oh, this is my maximum, I'm going to not go beyond it. And then you might be like, oh, well, let's reach beyond our means that way. Mm. I can kind of see that that w- may do that. Like, oh, we were – it's like on eBay you kind of – Wait oh. for that last two minutes and then, like, there used to be that sniping software. I don't know if it's still around where you could kind of put it up by one cent after the one second to go yep. to oh, wow. make sure your bid was the one the that won. Mm. But, yeah, maybe there's this online kind of like, oh, we had the best one now, we want to push it to the next level and mm. add another 10 grand. Yeah, it's an so, interesting idea. Yeah, so that's it's crazy to think that. Like developers have come up with these ideas, and like I think they've been made with good intentions, but they mm. could be used. There's always yeah. Well, and that was someone like, will always take advantage, I guess, and, of and, anything. And that's, and that's I think where where there's always a non-disclosure of price. There's always well, are they telling the truth? Yeah. And that's where you know the auction process from a estate agent's perspective is the most. It's the most transparent. It's like what do I need to pay more than that person? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that's where it is. And I think there was a comment that um, uh, one of the what was it this gentleman Michael uh, like a couple of different. Um, um, advocacy groups, I suppose, you'd mentioned that their concern would be that, you know, because, again, you can't see all the information, it could be um, used um, badly. But then the CEO of that company said, well, no, everything gets tracked so it can be audited should it ever be questioned. So um, it's, well, okay, imagine we're three buyers and we're like, well, what did it go? It's like, well, did he just fake my rating to make me pay more or was he being honest? So, but the CEO saying, well, if ever it was challenged, well, they have to, they could produce the information and then they could clearly audit to so to show whether or not that advice was true and correct and fair. Yeah. So they've got a transparency kind of clause that the they're kind of um, and, yeah, and operating this, at the back end. It, it happened once for me. Um, we got challenged in a scenario of a multiple office situation, um, you know, two years later, um, but we I was able to show um, um, that, look, here's the three contracts that were actually there. Here's the acknowledgement where they all acknowledged and said that this was their best and final offer. Um, and, the, you know, these the changes that they'd made. Um, so we could clearly have a, a paper trail to show, look, I did exactly what the, we said we would. We yep. gave them all the similar opportunity um, and then we just, it was quashed. So um, I guess it would sort of be no different than that. I'm, I might be... Um, asking the wrong question here, but uh, is there a um, is there a correct way of presenting offers to a a vendor? Like, is it? I know some people will be like, "Oh, we had the open home the Saturday. We'll be doing this on the Sunday evening at this time." Or personally, I don't think so. Um, every agent has a different tactic, and it comes down to their own strategy that they work out with their owner and that's how my- they want offers to I, be presented. I think you said it there. It's so important to remember with the owner. Because yep. we can't make decisions. We yes. can only provide opportunities for both parties yeah. and then the owner makes the final call. Yeah, no, it's just one yeah. of those things where I know I've seen different ways of going about it and you yeah. often hear, oh, I'll be presenting the offers at this time, make sure your best offer's in at mm. this time. So that's a strategy to kind of be like, you've got this long to think about it, 
make that's sure correct. you've got well, and that's dotting your eyes. It's interesting. We've had a local agent recently um, be kicked out of the industry for deception deception of contract. So it can if you do the wrong thing, like there is you know serious ramifications if you get caught out. So yeah. um, it's sort of that thing again where provided on the integrity of the agent, um, you know, it's whole in soul in. I'm all for if someone's doing the wrong thing, kick them out. You know. Um, and that's why I suppose for us in our business, you know, we've got that specific process, but, um, you can choose with the owner how you want it to do. Sometimes the owner might just want to make a call right in that moment and give no one else the opportunity. Sometimes we'll say, look, we're going to have a close off at 5 PM on Monday with the idea that the owner make a decision on Tuesday to allow everyone the flexibility, time to chat with the solicitor, time to chat with us. Mm. Uh, but each, each scenario is completely different. So say this Rezo, um, company, this would kind of be, you discuss that prior to the um, the when you're organising the sole agency agreement, yeah, exactly. etc. And you like, say like, "Oh, well, let's do the offers through this thing. I will set a yeah. time." I haven't personally used it yet myself, but now yeah. knowing the software exists, it's something now that's in the back of my mind. Then and I'm explore. thinking, right? Yeah, well, yeah. if the next house I get that I know is priced really well, and I know that it's got a strong marketing package and it's going to get that strong interest, I'm probably actually am going to suggest a platform like that. Yes, um, because I feel that it's going to help. Um, streamline the process and provide sort of everyone an opportunity. So yeah. I don't think it's something that you would set up on every single property on day one, yep. but it might be something that you're on the first open home and it all of a sudden has way more interest than you anticipate. And then you go back to the office Saturday afternoon and you activate it there and then turn it on, send it out to everyone because you can see, right here, we're going to end up with two or three offers here at a minimum. Yep. Let's go use this software. So yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's something that you would sell to everyone. It would more come down to the individual property. Mm. Which, again, yeah. is kind of most properties you'll try and mm. and create a marketing package that will be like this is the way we're going to sell your property. This is yep. the yeah. approach we're going to take. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's another tool. Well, to and the other thing the is too is in, if we if you introduce something that the buyers have never seen before, you know, um, there's that automatic sense of, oh, my God, it's a little bit nervous. What is this? I yep. don't really feel comfortable. So even that's a delicate process of, well, you know, you've got to educate them into this is how it's going to be yep. so they can have confidence. I think tech companies too. are getting pretty good at that, though, these days. Most people are pretty comfortable opening up an app and, and yeah. working through the flow of the questions. That's true. Like even just something simple like in our office, we've, we have an offer form that John and I use and mm. it's just a, a Google questionnaire form mm. and we just flick that out via SMS or email and yep. I've never had anyone ring me up and say, I can't fill it out, it's too confusing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it all, it allows us to get all the information we need to be able to draw up a contract without any problems and I guess this is an involvement of that yeah, absolutely. to a degree. So absolutely. Um, yeah, look, I think it's really cool. There were two others that we were going to chat about. How are we going for time, as Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that one went way longer than well, anticipated. Th- these ones are a little bit shorter. So, I mean, the first one we'll talk about is um, on the other end of the scale, which is com- like it's still a private treaty situation. So when we say private treaty, just not auction. Yes. You know? um, now, open negotiation has it so you, you open up the property ad- advertisement and then it'll just say the current bidding is at. And so it'll be... Oh, so this is more your eBay style. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you don't even have to register your details. It just says, hey, the current offer is at 451. Um, and then that's it. And so you can jump on, create an account and go next. So, so Oh, so you'll already know the price. I was just going to say my brain immediately went to people trolling and being like, I'll offer $1.1 million for this <laughs> yeah, yeah. thing. And then uh, just, I think, yeah, you, you still have to be vetted, don't you? So I they think, still have so. to confirm a phone number and an email via a secondary code. and You'd have to, yeah. yeah, yeah ensure sure. that it's a, a live person. Yeah. not a Legitimate. Not, yeah. yeah, just going absolutely yeah. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Someone in you Russia can, wants to buy my house. Yeah, for, you could create like a, another uh, Reddit house house street bets, you know, and just, just go nuts on these properties. Um, but, I like the GameStop kind of uh, thing, yeah, like buying yeah. short, yes. Um, I was only listening to a 
podcast. The, I was listening to the Entourage podcast where they break down episodes of that, but they had the Wolf of Wall Street on there. Oh, really? Jordan Belfort because he's mates <laughs> with the guy who made Entourage. And I was just like, how am I listening to this? And then it turned yeah. into they were talking about shorting stocks and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I was trying to listen to find out what Vincent Turtle were up to. <laughs> now I'm seven, learning about yeah. GameStop. Well, there's a rabbit hole for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, so that one, that's open negotiation. So um, then obviously there's a time frame. Um, which it can be shut off or I suppose in all these, the owner still has control about when it stops. Yep. Um, but with that one, I think it's more so, okay, we've got a two-week campaign. Here's the advertising price. Here's all the information. Um, come and view and you can just make a bid straight through that platform. Um, the other – so, but with that, like we said, transparent price. So it's just, you know, 600 610 620 Yeah, so when you mentioned this one, this is when I thought about your kind of code of conduct stuff we were talking about before. Yeah. How does that fall into so, – So the next one that's interesting is market buy because I remember speaking with this guy a couple of years ago and he spent some time with the, with the REIT actually because they were very interested in bringing it to Tasmania but they knew um, that it's a very different expectation in the market so because of our code – um, now oh, wait, sorry. So the code where you're not disclosing yeah. prices yeah. is only a Tasmanian. Uh, well, I think part well, we of know the code it, or we, is it across we, Australia. Or? I, I, well, look, we don't know, we don't know all the states. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, we're not but, that clever, Aaron. Yeah. No, <laughs> we're just two guys from yeah, Glenorchy, yeah. mate. We're yeah. not experts. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but but we but the thing is, is that he knew in order to get the support, they they, they go through the institutes. Yeah. So you know, and then with the because obviously the institute's going to sit there and go, hey, this is great for the industry. Let's do it. But obviously that's a good stop gap to go, hey, well, if we're going to make it work, let's, you know, make sure it's all through, you know, up to scope with the act, the code and everything. So that's why he went through that channel. With the with market buy, it's a little bit different because you'll still, um, let's just say we list a property um, and, you know, you guys, I'll, I'll just be the agent in this scenario and you both are interested in the property. Like would, uh, would you be interested in making an offer? Yes, I would. I'd send you a link for you to register. So you would create a market buy account. You'd um, illustrate the terms of your offer. It might be, you know, subject to finance, subject to building. Yeah. And then you get an ex- exclusive access to the bidding sheet of that property. So then um, then you'll say you might have – you'll be given a, a like a, a number, so one you're one and two. Yep. And then you'll – and then, then you can start bidding. Um, so then it'll be, you might be at 400 and then you'll be notified that the bidding has changed. And so you can log on say, okay, it's now 400 and then everyone can start see the pricing, but it's exclusively to those who are bidding. So, so, so if you yeah. oh, so the main difference you're saying, John, between yeah. the two, um, open negotiation and market buy yeah. is one's just on the public space. Everyone can see it. Yeah. The other one is sort of got a closed door. So yes. unless you're invited into that room, you can't, you can't see what's, see going, what's on. going on. Yeah. Okay. So that was sort of then you still don't know who you who each other are. You don't know the other elements of the terms of the offer. All that you, you know you is what someone's prepared to pay. Yeah. So that sort of then ends up in a uh, – I've said it before where at least the, the negotiation process is fair. So, you know, you've got everyone's on the same playing field in that sense and it's only exclusively just to the people interested. And then um, the bidding time frames are open during certain hours. So it might be from nine till six and then it closes off at night time then it reopens at nine. And then um, at any stage the, the agent and the owner can stop the process um, and then um, have the capacity to call up these people and have a discussion one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, – which in, if you've ever been to an auction – You'll actually see that happen where, you know, real estate, if there's a multiple team and multiple buyers, they'll be walking around to everyone having conversations while it's active. Yeah. So um, 
that works very much in the same way a transparent auction does, but online. So, mm. um, which I guess in this modern COVID age, like it's something that I know there was online auctions where we were watching a few. Yeah, um, back yeah. in the in yeah. the early days of COVID, and it's been like, man, look at the production values. <laughs> yeah, on these yeah. Like, they had like oh, such yeah. and such TV desks. Cool. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Um, so that was. Um, sorry, just pause out. Um, the, it's all right. Do you want to? Respond to that message? No, that was because uh, we might have had a friend of the pod this morning, but he didn't make it on time. Um, so that I really quite liked that that market buy. If it was going to be active, was probably um, uh, like probably the one that could have fit Tassie the closest. Yeah. Um, but then obviously with Rezo, um, with that, then that becomes like a yeah a star rating, but you still don't see the prices. Whereas mm. market buys straight straight up, you see. So it sort of works. In similar ways, yeah. but slightly the, different at the same slightly time. Slightly different at the same time, yeah. For some yeah. reason, I'm not bad mouthing any company. For some mm. reason, that last one that you think I, I pictured somebody getting in there and just like doing fake bids and trolling it up to try and well, push. Ag- well, again, though, um, the agent has to give them access. So what we would do, well, I think so with that one, the, yeah, you go, okay, yeah. we need to see your details. You know, you're probably not much different to how we vet an offer that comes in. Absolutely. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's no, no different. You're yeah. exactly right. Well, we have to take people on their word to a degree. Yeah, so. yeah. No, it's just uh, for some reason but you're my right. brain jumped straight to like, oh, like I'd feel a bit stooged A little 13-year-old kid right. laughing his ass off in a back room. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. he makes up the bids. Well, and it is possible. Well, and I guess, the, true. And and, I guess and the troublesome thing is once the bid's in, it would be a Or like that crazy lady on the block that ended up winning one of the houses and then had no money. <laughs> what, that and, was pretty bad. And the thing is, though, is that that's what, uh, you know, we, we can get in trouble for. If we just say, oh, look, we've got two offers on the property and there clearly isn't and we can't show that there was, if we get audited later, we can, we'll can we lose our licence. Yeah. You know, so um, that's, again, I suppose, where, you know, it is a – challenging for buyers who are like, oh, is the agent telling the truth? At least I suppose you could argue with those platforms is like it's not me telling you, it's, you know, um, this is actually happening. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, an agent or the owner's in there, like under a false account. Well, I was just yeah. thinking, I feel really, you know how they always use like John Citizen on all the credit oh, cards yeah, and stuff? Yeah. Imagine if there's a real person out there called oh, that. I was like, cool. fuck oh, out. I'm so sick of this. <laughs> sick of people always using my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guys trying to get a credit rating. They're like, you got 700 cards elsewhere. Oh, man. Man. Well, can't give you one. My, my favourite thing was remember the old pencil cases where you could put the name in there it always had john so because if you it, oh yes where you put the little letters in yeah yeah and the cool thing was because the, the they're not front, old you still can get them quinn got one on the weekend oh i might buy one yeah, get you one john <laughs> because because i got the gold letters because Ooh. the letters they provided were like red or gray but because the front were gold i was always the gold child <laughs> <laughs> well, still are in your mum's opinion yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and life has never got better since. <laughs> <laughs> but i i think these technologies are really exciting I, it's inevitable i think that they will start to become commonplace um, and I suppose for us it's just to be about vigilant, you'd say, about whether or not when to integrate it into our practice. Mm. Yeah. No, look, it sounds very interesting. I think there's definitely scope for that moving forward and, yeah, there's always technology that's kind of um, coming in and it's just being on top of that and making sure we're, yeah, all aware of what's out there. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening once again to The Property Pod. It's been a hoot to be back. Absolutely. And we'll be back next week with more. Sweet. Cheers. Sounds good. Awesome. See you guys. Bye. You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Code. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek their news, their own investigation into any topic we discuss. 
to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied, and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.